Romancing the Dungeon is intended for mature audiences, as this show contains adult themes. But like, not those kind of adult themes. Just some sensitive stuff that some audience members may find upsetting. Content warnings for specific episodes can be found in episode descriptions. You're listening to Romancing the Dungeon, a softcore D&D podcast about heroes navigating their daily lives while looking for love in a world full of peril, monsters, and heartbreakers. Last time on Romancing the Dungeon. I don't know if we're going to have much luck fighting this. Fia, as you kind of throw yourself out of the way in a backflip, you see Nate pounce at the creature and just bite it. That group of creatures moving up the stairwell has stopped. Three figures in navy blue robes are fighting back. Mikhail, Boris and Anita. We're the death pod. You are completely and utterly out of your depth. We were tasked with humming to Castle's Follow and giving the Count a little encouragement to die. Count's Follow isn't just any old sunlight-intolerant individual. He's the big daddy-o. Your friend is definitely dead. Until we find the body, she is not dead. Did you really think I'd stay away? I'm coming to find you, Heffy. Help. Are you in need of sharing your life? Feeling a little blue or looking for a little excitement? Well, you've taken the first steps to addressing some of your issues and we are only happy to help you on your way. Welcome to G8. Dedicated, dynamic, distinct or delightful. Demure dates for deserving daters. My name is Mrs. Agnes Shufflebottom, but you can call me Auntie Aggie and I'm a misting university administrator appointed to help run Miss Great Precious Affairs while she's in court for possible illegal activities. I recently discovered that um, some people can experience sneezing fits during the course of an orca uh, happy body time. <laughs> Turns out I'm not actually allergic to Esteban's cologne. Oh, and the little questionnaire thing. If your mother knew you were trawling through a dating service looking for God knows what, what would she think? <laughs> Did you not kind of get anything from the the whole question about parents and, and whether or not that's kind of a, a suitable subject? Um, I just thought you were being elusive. Nope, not not neither elusive nor aloof. Um Or parented. I mean I I don't know, maybe she'd think, gosh, I should have maybe made better given, life choices. Can we go to the next question? Sure. We'll circle back. I mean, again, Marilla would think that there's about to be an outbreak of chlamydia, which she would be wrong about. No, it actually says here super chlamydia. <laughs> well, no, well, I thought I had the clap, but the doctor said it was a full applause. 
there's actually a note here from your local herbalist to say that the dosage that they have to give you could potentially. We can do this. We can do this. Uh, We can do this after. Thank you. What's with all these weird parents? They hate me. Okay, they hate me. Like, what? What do you want, Aggie? Huh? What? What's with all the weird parent questions? Just trying to get to know you. Stop. Like a mother would. Stop. Stop. If she loved you. I don't really know because she's only kind of recently come back into my life, but I guess from what I do kind of know of her, she'd probably be really curious. She'd want to read all the answers that I gave to make sure that they are up to scratch and standard to give me the best possible outcome. She sounds like a fine, upstanding mother. (laughs) All right, let's all beat the shit out of Agnes. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get her Ross back. (laughs) Tragedy strikes as D8. uh, Officers burn down. I'm going to give Esteban the clap. (laughs) Again, super clap. Hephaestus, you find yourself standing over the charred remains and ash of the ogre zombie in the now smouldering ruins of the ballroom in the Forgotten Dungeon beneath Castle Swallow. Try saying that ten times fast. You've just heard Dahlia Wolfram's voice echo down the corridor that you came from a moment ago as she returns to the dungeon to seek revenge compensation. You don't really know. You sent her away very quickly. I could have just wanted to have a chat with my fists. The fire. It's my job. <laughs> she 100% steals everything. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? Um, can I just leg it? Yeah, sure. Let me get that map. I wish I could have a cup of tea. Let me get that map. <laughs> As you run through, you step over the remains of the ogre zombie, past the shattered mirror that you blew up, and on the northeast wall there's a door As you approach, it swings open and immediately in front of you, there's a corridor down to your right on a sharp turn and there's another door open right in front of you. Yeah, I'm just going to keep going. You want to go straight? Yeah. You rush into this room and standing in front of you, it looks looks like a quite a strange place. It's like an underground garden. A lot of that fluorescent moss you saw in the other room that is clinging to the ceiling here. There's a, a dripping of water and you can see quite a few dark and purple and grey uh, leafed plants just kind of uh, sitting in large stone overbeds that are moss covered. They don't look like they've been taken care of. The, the plants themselves seem to have broken through a lot of the the stone walling around them as the roots kind of push out against their confinements. In here, there's a, a door leading down to the south on the southeast wall. But set in the middle of the room, there is a small fountain. It appears to be the fountain of... I'm not going to make a rule for it. It's a fountain to Hadana. There is no water in it whatsoever. can't decide how pissed he is like if i do anything hadana ish is he gonna come murder me (laughs) or did i like just barely talk my way out of that (laughs) can i just have a look at it like does it look like if i did anything to it would something happen i guess uh give me uh kind of uh oh 23 you approach the statue 
like on first inspection, as you kind of get closer, it just it just looks like any other statue of her that you've seen. You've you actually started to see a few of them now. It's intricately made, though weathered. You don't know how old it is. Mm. Um, like a lot of the finer details that would have been in it seem to have been kind of kind of eroded away. As you approach, there's no runes, there's no glyphs, but there is something powerful here. And you feel the mark on your back, the tattoo, it gets warm. And further down the corridor, like just kind of a, a it's a, a quiet echo. Are you in here? And you hear the loud swinging. Oh God. Nope. Fuck it, I'm going to keep running. Okay. You head out this doorway, out into a corridor. And as you come to the end of it, it goes to the left and it goes to your right. Can I hear anything coming from either direction? On your right, there's nothing. Mm. It's just you you feel kind of a, a faint draft mm. coming up from the right. On the left, as you kind of frantically kind of look back and forth, again, there is there's a magical energy. It's not that you hear anything. It's you feel it like as you stop to kind of like just discern what's happening around you. You can feel magic coming from your left. Uh, okay, I just need to get out of here. So I'm just going to go to the right and hope that's leading out. <laughs> as you make your decision, you hear again, you can kind of hear footsteps skipping. Just she seems to be kind of bounding from foot to foot and you can she's kind of humming a little bit to herself and it kind of sounds like one of Nate's songs. <laughs> I always thought that was a bit of a banger. There's a slow scraping of something scratching along a wall. You turn right and you make your way down and the corridor here starts to get narrower. <laughs> until eventually you come to a brick wall. Fuck me. Okay, well, I guess I'm turning around. <laughs> Time to face the consequences of my choices. <laughs> it's a dead end. I'm sure that magic went deeper in. <laughs> it did. I want you to go there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to. You turn back and in th- you just turn on your heel and you bolt in the other direction. As you do, you hear the sounds of her footsteps getting louder, but the heel has changed. It's the sound of a heel on marble. She's in, she's two rooms over. You come back, you go straight down the corridor again, you pass the door on your left. You don't see her inside the room with the, like the, the, the dungeon garden. Yeah. You run straight down and on the, when you get to the, it's just a wooden door and you shove and it is stuck. It's not locked, it's stuck. Yeah, let's throw some fire at it. <laughs> Make an attack roll. You guys are coming, right? We're trying. I know. Um, uh, uh, 15, 15, 15. That hits, roll for damage. Okay. No, a six. Again, you strike at the door, produce flame comes up around your hand, and you 
it doesn't you don't even do the, the whole kind of like let it swirl around your hand it's mm. it's there it's gone <laughs> and it, it's you it's sma- and before the fireball even hits that part of it has dissipated the door splinters it does not break open and you can now hear the sound of the knife scraping and her heels against stone in the garden uh, you have another action uh, so it's not broken it's is it splintered enough for me to squeeze through? No. Okay. You've, you've broken the door, but it's not... Like, if you want to give me a strength check to try and shove it, you can. Or you can try blast it open. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to blast it with some fire. 16 plus 6. 22. 22. That'll hit. Please. Uh, 10 damage. Again, it's sorry. Yeah, it is, you're now you're, you're pounding on the door, uh, and fire. It, keep, it comes to your hands. You hit it. It extinguishes. It comes to your hands. You hit it. It extinguishes, and then that aura around you that 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 yellow. The hall is filled with it, and you just hear kind of like kind of a, Festa. Is that you? Are you are you glowing? And the fire just con like convalesces in your hand and you slap it against the door and the last one you blew up and knocked it off the hinges this one you pulverize it it's <laughs> sawdust uh, burns up and there's an overwhelming aroma of chemicals that hits you here and you can hear bubbling and hissing and this room is filled with crystals oh fuck me <laughs> There's another door out, or is this the end? <laughs> As you look around, mm. you hear Dahlia. She stands at the edge of the garden, just kind of poking her head out. <gasps> there you are. What? What's going on? Nothing much. You seem really keen to get away from me, Heffy. Just trying to get out of the dank, dark dungeon. This suits you. No, not really my thing. No? No. Oh, we've lost that little edgy goth chick. A lot more to being goth than being in a dungeon. (laughs) Give me out of here. (laughs) Help me, help me, help me. Help me, goth. Help me. (laughs) Oh. I mean... I just always assumed you were so shallow and vapid. That's all there really was to. I mean, that's all we did when, you know, we were dating. Which means I don't want to be in this dungeon. Oh. Well, then I've been a suggestion, Hephaestus. Mm-hmm. You should come here. You should come here. You should come here. And give me your saving through. Thirteen. <laughs> Fourteen. Ah! Fuck. You feel utterly compelled and you move as your gaze fell on the two doors on the north facing wall, the door on the south wall and the room filled with crystals. You you hear her words and they pound in your ear. And you find yourself turning. The voice inside you is screaming to to walk away, to run, to fight it. The voice goes mute. 
and you turn and Dahlia holds out her hand and takes yours. <laughs> now, I think you and I are due a little girl talk. So, I'll leave it up to you, Heffy. The garden or the lab? So since I've done what she wanted me to do, mm-hmm. am I free to do what I want to do? Or run away? <laughs> the suggestion was to Saya. was to come to her, like to right. come, come here. So I've done that. And she's holding your hand now. Correct. Yeah. But like her control is over. Yeah. You're still she's still holding it. Okay. So she has that. So you can't leave her. Okay. But I can do anything else. Okay. No, let's let's go to the lab. Sure. Whatever makes you happy. I'm gonna regret this. <laughs> and her hand grips your like she squeezes your hand and she walks and you find yourself just being almost like a statue dragged. You feel your legs moving, but the body does not feel like it's yours. You walk into the lab with her and she's now swinging your hand and there are crystals in jars you've you see all the same kind of color as you saw in marilla's lab they a lot of the jars are in cases but smack in the middle of the room there's a stone dais and set into it is a small purple Orb. Probably gonna fuck them all. We didn't figure out what it did, isn't it? Nobody say anything. <laughs> I will not buy any meta game. <laughs> I will have no discussion of it. <laughs> there was a purple. I remember. Oh, but I, you know what it did? Yeah. Oh, you did know what it did. Yeah. 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 <gasps> so. I thought we had done all this growth, all this development of the true Hephaestus, and yet you couldn't even give me five minutes of your time. You weren't looking to talk. I could have got that out of my system. You know me, I'm a little hot-headed. Yeah, and then what, I'd be dead? Like, how much am I supposed to put up with? I couldn't kill you, Hephaestus. I mean, no, sorry. I can definitely kill you. I just don't want to. Then what do you want? What I've always wanted. To be with you. Well, that's not going to happen. Says who? Me. But you don't know what you want. I can tell you. I don't want this. Uh, You never gave this a chance. I didn't want to give it a chance. And yet you will throw your entire life away for that absolute hack 
of a musician. That, sorry, that actually stuck a little. In fact, I even deigned to imply he was musically talented. What? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What does he have that I don't? It, I didn't even do it for him. I, I didn't want to be that person. I didn't kill him because I didn't want to. That makes no sense. You wanted to kill him. We all know you wanted to kill him. You, you wouldn't have taken the dagger if you hadn't even thought about it, Hephaestus. Yeah, people think about this kind of stuff all the time. That doesn't mean you actually want to be a murderer. Who doesn't think about murdering people on occasion? But there's different... There's different... We all get a little irate at the lady who cuts across us uh, at the traffic stop. And sure, we occasionally burn down their house afterwards. That's perfectly reasonable. You were going to trade his absolutely worm-like life for power. It wasn't worth it. (laughs) You are... You're just so... You're just so fucking stupid. It's worth everything. Look at us. Look at you. I have you. You are mine. Whether you... Whether you believe it or not, you belong to me. No. You're, you're not going to change my mind. What, what do you think is going to happen here? Okay. Okay. I... I didn't... And she lets go of your hand. And she turns. And you just see her roll her body for a second. She just lifts her hands up over her head. And an illusion forms over her. And she turns back. And Nate is standing in front of you. I can give you this. I don't want it. Dahlia, you don't fucking get it. Look, I'm a piece of shit, okay? Yeah, great, got it, fantastic. You want to punch me? Punch me. Whatever the fuck. Nothing is going to change here. I would love to leave amicably and you just fuck off and heal yourself and get better and whatever the fuck you have to do on your own. Nothing is happening between us. As As you spit the truth back at her, you just see her face kind of, it's a snarl. And she just leans in and kisses you. This... I have done... everything for this. And you... you stand there like it means nothing. Like I mean Nothing. You tell me to go and fix myself. You tell me to go and get better. I have cut my fucking hair for you. I never asked you to. You... 
this is what you do. You you chew people up. You spit them out. Time and time again. Well, you know what? I'm I'm going to teach you a fucking lesson. You you talk everything from me. And if you think what I've done to date is even a drop in the ocean of what I am going to do to you and to the people. And you see her face change from Nate's to Fia's to Marilla's to Kyle's to Sekhmet to your mother to your... You don't know how she knows these people. She changes her face to everybody in your family. I will take every one of them away from you until you have nobody. Can I shove her into ideally some pile of crystals? Give me a... Because I'm, I'm assuming this is... Uh, did the DM give it? Did the DM take mm. it away? It, this is going to catch her off guard because uh, it's not an eligible blast. <laughs> 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 That's not actually a read. That's just the truth. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a read and it's the truth. Give me a shove, we're going to say athletics, uh, with advantage. 11. <laughs> okay, so she's going to do a contested strength roll. Okay, I've been rolling behind a DM screen. I think in the fairness of transparency, this is going to be in front of everybody. Okay. <gasps> oh my god! Don't you wish you hit that behind the DM screen now? <gasps> no, because I wouldn't have been able to hide that reaction. <laughs> I also realize people can't watch us. So they <laughs> Damn, I should have recorded it. <laughs> For those at home, we're all going... <gasps> And touching our faces. <laughs> Each other's faces. <laughs> yeah. Pet, 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 pet. That was a nat one. As she, she she kind of turns her back, you you grab her by the hair and the shoulder and you just shove her. And she goes to kind of grab you or like she goes to resist and she just stumbles over her own feet and she reaches out and a hand touches a purple orb and Dahlia's no longer there anymore. She's just not there. And neither is the suggestion. Okay. The spell, the magic. Gone. That hold. It's not, it's not, didn't fade away. She just touched that pop. and it didn't exist anymore. Okay. Like I said, there's two doors on the northern wall and there's a door on the southern wall. Was the southern one's the one I came in from? No, that's a western wall. Oh, Jesus. It's like you think I know directions or it's something. The, okay. <laughs> As you're looking at it, <laughs> if I, yeah, if I do, as a Beyonce song, yes. uh, there's boxes on your left. <laughs> Everything you own <laughs> is actually upstairs in the vestibule. <laughs> and upstairs, <laughs> 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 
So one door, two doors. One door behind you, two doors in front of you, and the door you came out of on your left. Okay. Let's take the... No, let's go up to the doors and let's listen to them. <laughs> okay. Listening helps. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning. Okay. Um, so I'll go up to the two and okay. kind of a nose at each. The door on the the left on the north wall, it's a stone door like the one you came in from, <clears throat> from the study. Okay. Um, and as you listen to it, you don't hear anything beyond it. The other door as you approach, you see the outline of the door frame. You do not see any handle at all. But etched along the grain of the the wooden frame of the door, uh, you see glyphs and runes. Give me an arcana check. Twelve. You're not 100% certain, but it seems to say speak. Bark like a dog, no. <laughs> yeah, do that. Very <laughs> <I ain't> tall enough. <laughs> Shit, that's my next suggestion. <laughs> Bark, bitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, and the door on the left has a handle? Yep. I'm going to try left first. You open the door, hmm. you find yourself pulled in. And you're that's enough of that. <laughs> dandying in the study. In the, where I started? Fucking, okay. Fuck. And the door that I was in is gone. Like the door I came through? Or yeah, can I go? Nope, it's not there. It's like you step through the door and into that room. And when you turn back, it's the door down into the hallway. Back into the ballroom. You head back into <clears throat> back the ballroom. Back around, back to the lab. You come straight through the garden once again. And you're back in the lab. So I'm going to go up to the door with the glyphs and I'm going to make an ass of myself and I'm going to say, open. Nothing happens. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> Please. Nothing happens. I'm going to turn around and go to the door on the other wall. <laughs> Everybody saw that. <laughs> you head to the other, uh, the other door mm. and as you, as you go to open it, give me a perception check. Uh, 19. As you go to kind of pull the door a little bit, you hear a faint click. But what catches you, you at that moment isn't just that little... Like, some of the door, you see ingrained in it are fragments of purple dust. Back away slowly. Okay. We're gonna back. I hate fucking riddles. We're going back to the fucking riddle door. I can only decipher speak, as far as I can tell. On the that's all you've like, unless you want to spend a bit of time trying to figure out what the rest of the ruins might be. Okay. Kyle, Fia, and Nate. You just hear a scattering of what sounds like stones. And you see Anita down on her hands and knees staring at a small red scarf that has bones, small little bones thrown across it. Okay, so this 
You'll be glad to know I've done a little bit of a reading while we were in deep meditation. I hope you're all rested. You look lovely. You look restored. I'm delighted. We all are. I've got some good news and I've got some average news. The good news is, Finn said, she's not dead. Yet. That's true of most things. <laughs> now, I got a bit of a glimpse at the future. It's a bit hazy. Uh, and Boris just kind of <clears throat> I saw wondrous things. And I saw terrifying things. And I've made a little prediction for all of us. Okay? So, pack up your bags. We're going to fight a vampire. Lord. Thing. What? We're going to fight a vampire. Are we not going to save our friend? And she, Anita just points down. She's down below. Yeah. With him. In hell. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's dankier. Oh, okay. That sounds like hell. Everybody ready? Yeah. Great. And the three of them just haunch up and move on. They move into the wine cellar itself. And there you see a door couple of scorch marks on it. Yeah, definitely faint aroma of anger and uh, eldritch blast. Basically just says yeah. Festa was here. Yeah, it was here. Can we follow that scent? Um, and as you approach, you just, as cold and danky as it is here in the wine cellar, there, this, is, this is a darkness that even those of you with dark vision, it's very difficult to see through. And Anita just stares back. Well, as they say, once more into the beach. And she crosses over and heads down. You're all following? Um, One of you, give me something to cast light on. I hand in one of my daggers. Boop. (laughs) It starts glowing. (laughs) With a boop, it just starts glowing. Um, I manifest my echo again. There's a I'm just squinting. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Your feet catch on some of the steps that you do that weird, oh, I almost died. Oh God. Oh, yeah. And you, again, you see like a, a smoky mirage of Fia kind of following in her exact footsteps and just a second behind her, just slightly out of time with her. And uh, Mikhail, Borisk and Anita continue on very very astute, very assured of themselves. And as these stairs just spirals downward, it starts to get colder and the air down here starts to get heavier. And you can hear what sounds like a rasping wind until you get to the bottom and you just see Mikael hold a hand up and then one single finger Give me stealth checks. Five. Twenty-four. Thirteen. Okay, I got two thirteens and a fourteen. A thirteen was the actual. Oof. But with a five. 
His old creaky bones. <laughs> creaky bones himself. <laughs> Sorry, that's just my pelvis. <laughs> it's dust. <laughs> you just, it is that thing, uh, Kyle, where you do, you kind of lose your balance and you just, your foot slips and you kind of let a, uh, and you catch the wall and that just echoes and Mikael Borsk and Anita just turn very slowly back to you and then you just see Mikhail draw his sword and raise his hand up and it starts to glow and they charge into the room. Give me initiative rolls, please. Welcome to Dungeon. Like they didn't have to. We got fun and games. Far. Oh, this one's 15. That one's better. There you go. Oh, yeah. Actually, reverse rolls for the initiative. <laughs> you just hear a... As Mikhail uh, charges in, uh, his hand raised up and you just hear, whoa! As a wraith reaches out uh, to touch him, but fails dramatically mm. with an eight. And Mikhail, just as he steps in, immediately kind of turns on hit the point of his right foot, leans back a small bit and kind of skirts around it. Kyle, you're up. You see into a room, all of you. It's. It's a treasure room. It's filled to the brim with gold, diamonds, gemstones, paintings, tapestries. It, there's more money than any of you have ever seen in your entire life combined. Kyle's going to kind of push forward and get as far towards the center of things as he can. He's like, sorry, sorry, sorry. My fault, my fault. I'll do it with it. Um, just one rate that he can see. Yep. Uh, can he get within melee range? Yep, you can pass through. Then he'll kind of charge forward through everyone and just thrust a palm out uh, and cast Shocking Grasp from it. Okay. Fifteen to hit. That hits for ten lightning damage, and okay. it can take reactions until the start of its next turn. Kind of realizing you you gave the group away. You shoulder past via Borisk and Anita, following Mikhail into the room. I, yeah, my word, the place is... I mean, you've seen a bank vault. This is like a bank vault threw up into another bank vault. As you do, you just, in the middle of the room, you see this wraith. You, you've seen plenty. You, you, you saw one only a couple of weeks ago when you first met Hephaestus. You throw your hand up and out. It crackles with lightning uh, energy that as you shove it towards the wraith, it spins around and you just see... This contorted, melted face made of shadow and dust and rag and bone. It lets out kind of a... As the lightning crackles up and burns into its face. As it does, you see some of the magic dissipate around it. But its face, the skull, the bone is cracked and chipped. Fia. I'm just going to hit it with my rapier and dagger. Okay. Anyone in melee of it? Two people are in melee of it. Okay. So the rapier is a 13... Meets it, beats it. And, okay, so then the dagger is a dirty 20. 
Okay. All right, so 21 damage. You follow directly behind Kyle Fia and you see him lunge up with a hand full of lightning. You've seen Hephaestus do the same spell. And with that, you get a sense of the room around you and you see a door to your right. There's a pool of blood at the base of the door and a door to your left. But the wraith is between you and moving on and finding Hephaestus. You lunge with the rapier and the dagger at the same time, almost to kind of cut this thing in half. You rip through it and it feels again like that creature you fought upstairs as your blades slice. There's a little resistance, but it's like whipping through mist. It seems to pay you no heed right now. Okay, I want to use just the the rest of my movement just to get to the other side of it. Having kind of cut through it, you kind of swing back around on the ball of your foot and duck behind Kyle uh, as he kind of brings his hands up defensively with lightning energy still kind of crackling between them. Nathaniel? Uh, with a point to prove, I'm going to make a dart for the... Exit. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> for the wraith? Yeah. Yeah. And I sort of, I'm going to like reach my hand out and sort of put it on the, the, the sort of skull face of it. And I'm going to cast the Stow Curse. So it has to roll a 15 Wisdom save. God damn it, how can you not be immune to that? <laughs> You're all fucking curses anyway. It has to roll a what? Uh, 15 Wisdom. 15. Oh, okay, that's plus two to that. Fucking 14. <gasps> oh, yes. So I'm going to choose one of the... See, uh, this is why I took nat 20s away from all of you. <laughs> I'm going to use one of the, the ones that are written in the description. And I'm going to choose that. Every time, at the start of each of its turns, it has to roll a wisdom save, and if it fails, it uses its action doing nothing. Ooh, nice. What do you say? What's the What does the curse sound like? You reach out and you put a hand on it. I, I reach a hand out, I uh, slam it in the face, and I say, just, will you, would you ever stop? Noise. <laughs> <laughs> And the Leona just kind of steps in and just slaps you on the back. Good moves, bruh. And at the same time, he reaches over his shoulder, pulls out a quarterstaff, gives his arm a good kind of shock snap, and two points just erupt at either end of the staff. <laughs> Sweet. And he swings in with the quarterstaff, strikes the wraith. I better actually have to roll for this. I'm getting lost. I'm getting lost in the description. <laughs> he just really wins. Cool. He just and he's really handsome. He's, he's really sexy. And he takes me away in his arms and gives me a massage. <laughs> I thought when you said he put his hands behind his back and he whipped around, I thought you were going to say his ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he did it. Yay. Yay. Okay. Continue. Um, that's his first attack. Okay, the second attack, not so great. He, again, whipping the, this, the quarter staff out he immediately in one move kind of ducks down low kind of like a little like like a like he's doing capoeira but it's not capoeira where he hits the wraith at the side of the head there's just a ringing white light and the wraith's head cracks wide open and just ichor spills out of it he turns back uh swinging and he just gives you a wink fia as he does ducks low and then goes to punt it with the other end he just punts the air Feeling absolutely nothing, except embarrassed. He tosses the, the quarterstaff up into the air, turns back and just with both claws, ching, and scrapes at the, the wraith as he spends a point of key. Oh, yeah, 
class. Okay, that hits. Okay, 23 also hits. So it's a d6 plus 2 for damage, which is 15. Yeah, he tears into the race. Like he literally, he scratches at it. Like he's ruining the furniture. Uh, but as his hands are still up and he claws into it, he reaches and grabs the staff and just kind of back and flexes. Uh, like he literally full arms are, and he's just muscles are on display. Uh, and his claws like took chunks out of it, like actual chunks. Okay, no, he <laughs> still did damage, but okay. no, you didn't see the same light you saw when he hit it with staff. Not when he when he attacked with the claws. It's just like a cat shredding the sofa. Mm-hmm. And Nita just stands at the edge of the room, and she's just kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah! And three shards of light just erupt from her mouth and fly straight towards the, the wraith as she casts magic missile. 10 force damage. And at the same time, then, as she's, she's, she's doing like one of those mom shimmies, like she's singing and she's just doing kind of, a, kind of a back and forth, like she's at the kitchen and she's just doing like a little, yeah, we're dancing, we're vibing. And she just, Nate, wink. And you have Bardic Inspiration. Ooh. Okay, both of those hit. Mikael, uh, with his short sword in one hand, kind of swings in in a reverse grip and just slashes across the wraith. The wraith kind of tries to kind of pull back defensively. With his right hand, You again, you see a light up and you see a constellation of an archer drawing back a bow and a shard of light just erupts from his hand. Both the blade and the explosion of radiant light hit him at the same time and the room is just filled with a brilliant light and it just bounces and refracts off of all the gold and the gemstones around you the wraith just kind of hisses and howls and it is the howl echoes down the passageways around you as you hear this and when the echo and the cry dies you just hear the same response tenfold over erupt and Anita just kind of looks at the rest is yes it's what I was trying to tell her about top of the turn Wraith wisdom saving throw of 15 again I imagine stands there doing nothing Kyle your turn (laughs) (laughs) that's a 5 it stands there doing nothing god damn you're a curse and you're cease and desist (laughs) why won't you let me love you (laughs) with my Wraith (laughs) Turns to Mikhail and is like, "What are you doing? What's what's hurting it? What kind of what kind of what kind of attack was that? A sword? Oh, uh, radiant. Well, yeah, that's obvious, isn't it? I suppose. Well, yeah, yeah the undead. That's like, yeah, no. I just, I don't, I don't actually. You think I'd do more of that, but I really don't. And he is going to bonus action divine favor to imbue." his weapon attacks with an extra d4 radiant and then is going to stow his whip draw his scimitar and just take a stab at it okay <laughs> god loves a trier <laughs> especially fit no finn's mad about triers <laughs> oh that's an eight God doesn't love you. (laughs) Understandable. As you draw the magic up around you, Kyle, and you imbue your scimitar with it, you feel your whole body go limp. 
and in the corner of your eye, there's a figure standing beyond the door, staring straight at you. And you'd know that gaze anywhere. And your attention's pulled away. Fia. So I'm just going to go rape your dagger at the race again. And then bonus action, I'm going to teleport and swap places with my echo. Hit me. Okay, so the rapier doesn't hit. The dagger hits for... 14 damage. You see Kyle just make his weapon glow and then stop and stare at the door where you saw, where you see the blood. And he looks utterly lost. And you just hear the wraith just kind of, again, just this dying breath just linger in its chest. And you lunge forward and you catch it right in the throat with the dagger. Your rapier, as you go to swing, you feel the kind of grip loosen and you know if you throw the sword in, you're going to lose the, the blade. So you hold back and you just literally shank him into the neck with the rapier. And the second you do, you blink, swapping places with your Echo Knight, where you were a moment ago, the Echo Knight now stands holding a replica of the dagger in your hand, and you stand, your weapons firmly gripped in both hands. The wraith still stands. Dang it. Nate. I am going to... um, (laughs) I will just... uh, just give it a big whack with my rapier. Okay, give me an attack roll. Uh, I will. Just all of us poking this ghost. <laughs> just, just keep popping holes in it. It's like a balloon. Uh, no, that's shy. Eight. That also doesn't hit. You swish at it. Yeah. Okay, I just, I, I, as I do it, I look at my gun. Oh, you have bardic inspiration. Why did I remind you? Yeah, I roll, I roll a d6. I roll yeah. a d6. These bad boys. That's a three. That still doesn't hit. That's an 11. Right. Okay. Ah, well, that was a waste. I just sort of pretend, even though I missed, I just sort of pretend I'm pointing at it with my rapier, like, over there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we can see it. And Boris just, just while still looking at you, hits it, or tries to hit it with it. I'm going (laughs) to... You really just want to give this guy the world, don't you? You're humbling. He's just so handsome. Erotic. That's a 16 plus a six. (laughs) You're welcome. <laughs> and like I, I don't have to roll for damage because it's Boris and we all love him, so he gets yeah. to win. Um, <laughs> no, he's only, the, the Wraith only has one HP. That, uh, <laughs> oh, you, you literally could just be like... <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, oh, he's going to get that killing blow. <laughs> um, Boris just, again, the entire time, Nate, while just staring at you, just kind of like a pool cue, just pop and, <laughs> and hits the rapier dead in the face. There's a crack of white and blue light uh, when his staff hits it and it just turns to ash around all of you it's echoing death call just dies you're welcome well done no I I gotta say that was a lot better than upstairs (laughs) see you you came late you came at the end of the fight we like had taken out like like 30 of them you need a deception check there why did I let you do that I'll see what his insight is. I don't. Th- I think his wisdom is. Pl- no, it's not. You don't get brains and brawn. <laughs> oh, he's, he's a plus five. <gasps> he's, he's a healer. Perfect, he's, isn't he's, he? He's, he's just, so in touch he with his feelings and his own. Oh, did you get a twelve? 
Oh, I really hope I haven't been smug. I really hope I haven't been smug. Come on, don't outsmug me. That's a 12 as well. <laughs> Meets it, beats it. Mm. No, no, no. Yeah. Class. Yeah, no. Uh, oh, okay. I, then I win. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> DM task rules. You no, know what it is? We both look at each other. We both just squint. <laughs> yes, it is. It, yeah, there is kind of a slow, like, hmm. and he leans in a little bit closer. <laughs> I just kind of, I walk up and I put my hand on Borscht's shoulder and I'm like, look, don't have time for this. She's right. She's right. Just, yeah. Anita kind of looks around. Okay. Clearly we misjudged the situation. And you're clearly a little bit more adept at this than we gave you credit for. So, new plan. Um, we will go deal with the creatures you fought upstairs. We're, we're a little bit more accustomed to dealing with Alps than you might be. Um, you can go look for your friend. But if you encounter any sort of... Super demonic evil presence. You have to swear to me. You'll just not go with it. Yeah. Nice. Wink. Come on, no time for messing around. Sorry, I meant to wink then. Yeah. I'm <laughs> wink back at the. Okay. Okay. I'm going to think that's some sort of popular culture reference that I don't get. And we'll continue on. So. We're going to check out the room, well, the hallway with the blood. And if you want to check out the nice, safe, empty room. Sound good? We just want to find our friend. So, yeah, wherever. Okay, cool. Right. They're connected to his essence. They're part of him. They're like little sprinklings of the Count. And if we just eradicate those, then... Well, it'll be a little bit easier to put it. It'll just be a little easier to push him over into the mortal, the, well, you know, off the mortal coil. So we'll go look for them. We'll hunt them down. We'll, we'll just do a bit of busting. Okay. And you find your friend. Hope, well, she's not dead because Finn told us, but, but that was a couple of minutes ago. So who knows? And you're not going to encounter anything evil. I mean, we'll find. We'll all be safe. Question. Does Boston make you feel good? Uh, well, it's my job. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's fine. Um, she, she just puts a fist on her head and then opens up her five fingers to make a fin on her head and she bows, bows her head at you. Boris and Mikhail all do the same thing. When she bows forward with her hands that have extended, I grab the hand. <laughs> <laughs> Be safe. And also with you. <laughs> <laughs> they move in and Boris immediately. Okay, so we're all trap. F- very obvious. And they set about dismantling the trap to go into the next room. We'll let them do their thing. So earlier on, I had said to you that Anita had divined some grand future well, possible, maybe grand future. And seven, seven D20s were rolled. You have to use those D20s. Um, there is a D20. Okay, just start grabbing now. <laughs> there was a nat 20 and a nat 1 already set aside, as in 
fate has divined this would happen. The remaining five rolls are a 13, a 9, a 19, and two 18s. So you may now pick the rest and three of them are handed to me to determine the success of the gang in dealing with the Alps. Oh, okay. We have to take the nat 20 and the nat 1. Yeah, I'll have the nat 20. And then three three of the remaining five are going to your gang. Yeah. Okay. Who are on your team. Who are on our team. Yeah. Should have gone nat 20. Guys. <laughs> um, to be fair. Kyle has taken the 1. So give them the two 18s and the 9 and we'll give, take... Give the 9 to Boris. <laughs> Borisk. Borisk. No. <laughs> it's 18 to Borisk. And we'll take the 19 and the 13. So we have a 20, a 1, a 19, and a 13. Okay. All right. So they're going to go off and track down the other Alps. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I'll take the 13. Hephaestus can have the 19. <laughs> you set off looking for Hephaestus into the dungeon. Okay. You pass through the threshold of the first room. It's empty, except for a door that's been clearly blown off its hinges. <laughs> There she By is. fire. <laughs> it's full of scorch marks. I knew we would have found something in the trash room. Is there any other doors besides that one? Or and besides the one we came through? No. Is there like a big <laughs> shit hole? <laughs> like, like, like the explosion of the door left like uh, Sure, there is. Yeah, yeah there is. Yeah. <laughs> See, I did this on purpose. I was leaving breadcrumbs so they could find me. Breadcrumbs are broken to spell out. I'm over here. <laughs> Off you go. Lead the way, Nathaniel. What? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I just go through the exploded door. Okay. You make your way through the labyrinth of the dungeon following a fest of breadcrumbs, which <laughs> basically amount to scorch marks and dust. <laughs> You're welcome. Hephaestus, you heard the shriek followed by the screams all around you. And... As you continue, give me another arcana check with the door. I'll give you advantage on it this time. Jinx. I'm real dumb, guys. Oh, no, you've just spent ages at it. Like, exactly. Yeah. 21. So. It opens. <laughs> That's not what it is. You, you're staring at it and you're like, it, it doesn't say anything else. It just. It says speak. It's It clearly says the word speak. And then you realize that it's not saying speak. It's saying command. I already told it to open, though. You do more forcefully. <clears throat> open. <laughs> <laughs> can, I sit, can I cast the just on the door? Wait, wait. Ha- try, try one of these. You're going to open the good little door. <laughs> oh, That's going to be my ringtone. Everything is true. Senpai. You can cast suggestion if you wish. Fucking will. I'm a dumb bitch. <laughs> Do you have command? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't. You cast suggestion on the door. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens. Mm, weird, okay. <laughs> I can't believe we have that recording now. <laughs> As you cast the magic out, you feel and see several of the crystals in the room light up. 
Fuck that, I ain't touching nothing. Uh, <laughs> I've seen what this does to people. The glass in the cabinets, the the jars themselves rattle a little bit. And you just hear the door on the southern wall, the wall behind you. Open. We spent 20 years together. I saw and felt worlds that I did not, could not imagine. The truth. I was a fool. How could somebody, someone like me, love something like her? And yet, I felt it. It was true, and it was real, and it was ours. And standing in the corridor, you see a shadow of a man that looks like Count Spallow, only younger, probably in his late 20s. It's almost over. Where are we going? The end. And the beginning. And he just holds a hand out to you. Okay, but what does that mean? There's some part of you that knows. I've seen it. This is your fate. This is what she called you for. I don't know. I... I was like you. I too felt... unworthy. Unlovable. And she showed me the truth. Now let me show you yours. Can I, like, insight if he's gonna kill me? Do I get to use this dice whenever I want? <laughs> oh, the fate dice? Yeah. What did they give you again? The 19. <laughs> sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Is this murder time for me? <laughs> he smiles at you. You're not 100% certain. There's a sinking feeling in your stomach and at the same time the mark on your back lights up if I come with you what are we doing eyes glow red and the room starts to darken and you see all the crystals go dark except the red crystals Nate as you manoeuvre through it you start to hear a heartbeat 
the walls of the dungeon seem to throb. You can feel your heart pounding. You can taste blood. And it feels as if you're walking through a red mist. And you see Hephaestus in front of you. Everything is red. Standing around Hephaestus, you just see shadows of Marilla, Ike and Jess, Fia, and then you see Clover burned away. You can save them. Act fast. And the blood lingers in your mouth and you find yourself standing in what looks like a drawing room with Kyle and Fia they heard the others speak of traps and booby trap doors and they're now frantically investigating <laughs> the next door into the room that smells of burnt death I cast haste and I go You, Nate, blur straight past Fia and Kyle. Uh, both of you see it. It's the same thing he did on the stairwell. He's just gone. It's like a flash. Nate, slow down. Hang on, wait. And Count's follow. His hand is still extended to you, Fester. I very hesitantly come up to him he takes your hand he feels it's like if you could touch the night air there's a sensation that he, he he's real like you can you can feel him it doesn't feel human it's colder than ice to the touch and that coldness affects you in your core and the first or the second of the Alps has been defeated by Borisk and you see him wince in pain and he grabs at his chest with his free hand we do not have time and he leads you through the door and he waits for a moment and Nate just blurs into the room now what can I do and he glides into the room and in the dead centre of it, you see a large red crystal torn out of the earth itself. 
pulse the light and the door slams violently shut. That's it for this week's episode. You were listening to Amber as Hephaestus, Sam as Nathaniel Obsidian McKnight, Louise as Fia, James as Kyle. A big thank you as always to Ghost of Red Mountain for our amazing theme song Haunted. Make sure you check out their YouTube channel. I'm Declan, your Dungeon Master. We're back in two weeks for another episode. Until then, why not check out our Discord server, D8 Dungeon? You can back the show for some sweet rewards on Patreon. Leave us a heartfelt review wherever you listen to your podcasts or tweet us your thoughts and emotions at D8 Dungeon. you're doing that um come on guys something terrible could be happening to Hephaestus she might have to solve a puzzle or something (laughs) her worst fucking nightmare let me punch an ogre that's fine but don't give me a puzzle